0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Hello and welcome back to the final episode of the Barstoolers Premier League Podcast ever. No, I'm only joking. It'll just be the end of our first season, uh, but you know, undoubtedly we'll be back for our next season, but um, just to recap the season, we're going to be talking, just briefly recapping uh, last weekend's action. Again, we're recording this on the Thursday, it'll come out on Friday, so it's kind of, it's almost out of date at this stage, really, uh, but we'll talk about that very quickly, uh, we'll also... Uh, talk about yesterday's Europa League final as uh, Villarreal bet United on penalties unfortunately and the bulk of the episode will be looking ahead to the Champions League final between Manchester City and Chelsea on Saturday of course. I'm your host Connell, joined by my co-hosts Michael, James and Ronan Uh, but it is with a heavy heart you know before we get this episode underway uh, that we have to announce the sacking of James from the podcast. Unfortunately, he just wasn't holding his. You know, he just wasn't carrying his weight. He wasn't holding his own. wasn't doing enough. You know, he he'd show up. He'd show up late to recordings. He changed the background to make us laugh during recordings on Zoom. Just absolutely inappropriate behaviour. And as such, he's he sat and uh, won't be on the podcast next season. Uh, do you have any comment on this, James?
2: This is slander that my new employer will not uh, will not take will not stand for. If I smooth my balls, CEO, that's what I'm going to be. CEO, <laughs> smooth my balls. Nah, nah, nah. Look, it, um, it's come to an end, unfortunately, but here we are. It's been a pleasure.
1: Yeah, so if you're a little bit confused as to what's happened here, James is, is generally not going to be on the podcast next season. He's just uh, doing this last episode out of courtesy. But um, James, we, we wish you good luck for your future endeavours. So this is where four becomes three ahead of next season.
0: Oh, I'm James, hope I never see
3: you again. Disgusting. The
0: listeners, James said he's No character. He's not watching football anymore. <laughs>
1: no, I, d- I think, guys, think he said
3: he's not watching the Premier League anymore, not, not football in general.
0: Listen, that's not what he said to me. He said he's from, done. From this podcast
1: point of view, football is the Premier League, to be all and end all. So we wish you good luck for that, James. And it's just going to be me, Michael and Ronan. You know, maybe we'll take applications for fourth position we'll see um and then just again before going on to it uh if you check out our sponsor smooth by balls you can get a vast array of uh, downstairs grooming products if you go to smoothbyballs.com slash stoolers or type in code stoolers s-t-o-o-l-e-r-s at checkout you can get 15 percent off their fantastic range of products um okay so we'll touch briefly upon the last weekend of action feels like a while since I've done this. I missed last week's episode. Um, but really the only thing that was um, at stake on the last day of the Premier League season was top four. Uh, Leicester obviously bottled it pretty badly to Spurs and lost 4-2. Liverpool won 2 nil, making sure they finished third. And Chelsea did actually lose to Aston Villa, but um, still finishing the top four because Leicester lost. So um, any thoughts from The closing weekend, really, I didn't have much skin in the game. United didn't really have anything to play for.
0: Yeah, I watched Liverpool, and they actually played quite well, but it was just nice to finally get that Champions League over the line, considering how touch and go it was from the turn of the year, really. But it's good to get it locked in because it'd be a big transfer window ahead, considering with all the injuries and stuff. And then Mbappe, he's coming. With Champions League football, Mbappe is coming to Liverpool. Be a signing of the season. I don't care how much we're getting him. Convince the,
2: the big take home from the weekend's action was like the Fofana injury sort of killed like Leicester's hopes and dreams. They properly bottled it on the last day, which was miserable for them. You don't really love to see it, but um, there we go. The other teams march on.
3: Yeah, especially with because they kind of bottled it against Chelsea, and Chelsea just had to win, and Chelsea themselves bottled it on the last day. Disappoint to see Leicester not getish. Because team, but also Statham them for bottling it two years in a row. Um but Liverpool we had ten points off, top four with ten games to go in the season. Uh won eight out of our ten games and drew the other two. And um, by all accounts we saw those two draws as a complete disaster. And it turned out not to be the end of the world, and we got top four, actually finishing third, which was Um, A nice little bonus, fishing higher than fourth. Considering everything that happened this season, you take fourth place. Obviously, we wanted to be challenging for the title. I think everybody knew that wasn't going to happen once the Van Dijk injury happened. But yeah, nothing really to say about the game. We kind of dominated from start to finish. I know we had a rough spell the first 10, 15 minutes, but once we got the goal, we were sound. Other than that, nothing else really happened in the Premier League point weekend and
1: so hopefully we'll get um a better premier league season next next season not that this one was terrible by any means a lot of interesting storylines along the way but no fans really made the last two or three months kind of miserable it was okay for a while i thought but you know fans back now giving you a little taster about what actual football's like so hopefully next season we'll see some normality james you to have on here
2: yeah, did uh, any of you see like the Sky Sports funniest moments of the season? It was bloody horrendous. It, yeah, actually, I
0: watched it today. It was really bad.
2: They had like a twenty-second clip of Nuno trying to get in a door. It just wasn't at all funny. It was just like this, this, There was nothing about this season in terms of funny. The tyranny fall was was kind of funny, all right, but it was wasn't great. Like, and
0: Gabriel lost his tooth. That was about as funny as as it got. But yeah, that was very unfunny. How did he lose his tooth? were they, they were jumping around with David Louise. Is that was David Luiz's contract done at Arsenal? So I don't know. So Probably just shot, got um dodgy all Yeah.
3: Disgusting that they left out with uh, Saliba and uh, the highlight wheel.
1: Oh, yeah, sorry, just remember what he did. I <laughs> well, what <you> did.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they, of
0: course they left him out rowing and then sky sports <laughs> so that would be incredibly inappropriate.
3: No <laughs> harsh.
2: Well, they could have just showed his reaction. They didn't have to show the camera panning around, you know. <laughs> out of context, like P- pretty uh, well. There pretty wasn't really any context that either. <laughs> yeah, he was just having a wank in the dressing room. <laughs> just, he was just sitting there.
0: He was just sitting there. It was so good.
1: Everyone else was just fine with it, but um, you know, it's something you'd see in a rugby change room. You think, but you know. <laughs> but anyway, moving on to more pressing matters. Of course, with the Europa League final last night, as Villarreal bet United on penalties was it 11-10 on penalties uh, after a one one draw, and uh, obviously as the United fan, I'll probably be uh, you know saying my word now. And uh, I it was pretty miserable to be honest. It was kind of there for the take, and you know Villarreal, fair play And, them. I'm, you know, on one side, delighted Villarreal won a trophy because. They're a great little club, like 50,000, fair play, and they've always been there, thereabouts. So it's great to see an underdog win. But yeah, I don't know where Grady really the loss came from was, honestly, it was a bit of a disaster class from Solskjaer. That's just, putting it truthfully, uh, really poor subs. Rashford was, you know, God love him. He was awful. He, he was absolutely awful. I don't know how he lasted 120 minutes. I think Greenwood came off with... Afraid, yeah, that was, was scandalous. It? Mm. Yeah, I know, but, like, yeah, the, yeah, it, it was to put Pogba back out in the left, so I was okay with that, but Greenwood should have stayed on. He's playing way better than Rashford. Yeah, I'm not really sure what he's doing there, and then, you know, that doesn't – I've seen a couple of people, you know, go on about Ollie out. Absolutely not, mate. You know, you know you're going to get this with him. He's a bit dodgy tactically at times, but you sacrifice that because he's good at everything else, you know, a final, although it's obviously very important, is just one match in a season. And he got it badly wrong in probably the most important match of the season. But yeah, absolutely not. He absolutely deserves to say. It. There's there's no doubt about that, in my opinion. Mixer,
0: uh, do you want to jump in there on something? Yeah, if I was to use one word to describe Villarreal beating United in the Europa League final, it would be... <laughs> United's only two good players were Wan-Bissaka and McSauce. And from, defensive, from a defensive standpoint It's great But when you're going out in a, a final You don't want your two best players being defensive You want like the likes of Bruno We rat Hate him He's a crying rat And I hate him so much He's a diving fucker Probably doesn't like you Yeah, I don't give a fuck about <laughs> Bruno but I do give a fuck about Bruno Yeah, I, totally him, but... <laughs> yeah I, I hate him He's just such a hateful bastard Sounds like Kermit the Frog. I'm delighted he lost his tears. I was drinking them after the game. The Hay and the penalty was fucking amazing. It was delicious. And all the fans on TikTok crying. Or they're not crying because they're too afraid to show their faces. So stuff dreams are made of.
2: The game can be perfectly summed up, Connell, um, in your diamond in the rough, Carlos Baca. He's 80 years of age, pulling off the Rabonas, mate. He was- yeah, that was great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was class. <laughs> That's
3: sick. Like. What in I world thought, we live in? I, I thought in the subs point, I thought it was really weird that you waited pretty much until half time and extra time to make his first sub as well, because like I think Villarreal had made because in in extra theirs, time it looked like Villarreal. Yeah, they used all theirs in normal time, uh, and they also, I know you have the the five substitute rules for Europe, but they still get the extra sub in extra time, which means you can make six subs in the game in extra time. And you've less than half; you've replaced half your team at that point, mm. like, which yeah. I thought was a bit much. I feel like with the five substitutes, you don't really need the extra substitute in extra time, but that's just something else. I thought I know Villarreal used all their subs in normal time. Let's not say Sosa should use all his subs early <clears throat> on, but he, I don't know. They just United never really looked like scoring in extra time. They looked very leggy, and Villarreal actually looked the better team. Um, also, that second half of extra time was hilarious. I, yeah, the don't ball was in was play for about minute two minutes. Played. It was unbelievable. Just everybody kept on going down. It was great.
1: Yeah, it felt like United were the ones who are playing for penalties, like in extra time. Second half, yeah. United were brilliant, but extra time was both very bad. And you know, the one elephant in the room here in terms of a, a talking point is that goalkeeper. Roy Keane, I'm sick to death of this goalkeeper. He's the most overrated goalkeeper I've ever seen. Oh, I ah, oh, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Nothing. You're is, in trouble if I speak. I, I, as, as I put in the group chat last night, he's got weeder for hands and he's got tins on the feet. <laughs> like it's 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 not good. Like he is, I, I I said this to uh, my brother who I was watching it with. It's like. De Gea uh, hasn't saved the penalty for five She's years
0: 2016, yeah, crazy
1: Including last night's penalty shootout It's now over 40 penalties he's, uh, he's faced without saving one If you stood there and let one hit you in the face You'd save one in 40
2: It's crazy <laughs> So has your brother and everyone else that we talk to and interact with the United fans have they come round to the thinking that De Gea is that absolute fraud? Because before this they were sort of supporting him. And he'd credit in the bank.
1: Well, I can't say is uh, some, there's some
2: De Gea apologists
1: like like some like Mark Olbridge, one of Licks our friends. Ass.
0: The whole oh if you were to sell them both, Dean Henderson and De Gea, one will go to PSG and the other will go to Middlesbrough, Sheffield. You know who you are if you're listening to this and you're so wrong. <laughs> the I saw, I don't know how true it was, but I saw on Twitter was a picture of his towel and had all the penalty takers. And then when it came to extra time, he just didn't stick to it.
1: Yeah, no, he just made his own. Or not money.
0: extra time, uh, the sudden yeah. death. And really, that was a rocket of a penalty. Geronimo, what a first name. What a great name. You absolutely lettered it. It was class, and then to hey, stepping up, you just knew he was missing. It like was I've called him perfect.
1: I've called him David the pussyhole on this <laughs> uh, this podcast before, and that's just—I mean, it just goes to show. I mean, the lack of conviction. I mean, just pick a side and just just jump, like just pick a side and jump to it, and you—you know, no one will blame you. But like he was just kind of—you know—like FIFA. Yeah. Sometimes your your keeper will just kind of fall to their side, and you're like, "What are they doing?" That's what he was doing. It was absolutely awful. I think Dean Henderson as well. I think he saved like eight of twenty penalties or something like that. Like he's way, he's got a really good record. Like again, another mistake by Soul Shar, not to at least sub him on. I mean, he probably should have started, but sub him on for the penalty shootout.
3: Would you take Would you take Cal the Dragon over to Hay in a penalty shootout?
1: I mean, this man has saved over a hundred penalties. So yeah,
0: he'd have more shirts. <laughs> Uh, On TV, on Virgin Media, they just kept saying Does anyone have the bottle to try Penenka? Shut up, I just watched The penalties, if a Penenka (laughs) happens, it happens Stop talking about it, it's every penalty (laughs) Does anyone have the bottle To do it? Does anyone have the bottle? Just I actually,
1: this is a bit of a side note, maybe We're we're pretty much finished that match, I think I actually really like the co-commentator Jerry Armstrong, I think he's quite good He played in Spain, he's very knowledgeable about Spanish football
3: uh, I have a hard voice, so me. I watch it on BT. Mm. Tory I, mm. got to listen to, to boys like Robbie Savage talking about it. it was great.
0: He's the worst.
3: I actually don't mind Robbie but Savage. I think I think he, he's not a great he's not a great commentator, but he's I don't know. There's something likable about him. There's no
1: doubt, but like it's not what you want. He was brilliant during the FA Cup final. He's just shouting. <laughs> he's just getting so excited. <laughs> yeah
2: no I was great watching the fan reactions I think it's brilliant though like Arsenal fan TV style we, I was watching the um, uh, full time devils but they rebranded obviously now um, Sheffield, sorry Streffer Paddock and uh, yeah. their reactions they were all fucked like they were absolutely loaded with drink and the reactions were criminal like Andy Tate he was having a nightmare his life's over like it's it was brilliant
1: yeah. Okay. So now I think we'll we'll get onto the meat of the episode. We're going to be previewing the biggest game of the European football calendar, the Champions League final. And it's look, maybe we shouldn't say this i we're trying to sell us talking about this match, but it's a it's a shit final. It's Chelsea, it's City. There's no winners here. No matter what happens. Uh one of them's gotta win. Um
0: right. So it's like who's who's worse, Genghis Khan or Hitler? You're gonna have to pick one of them, you
1: know. <laughs> pick one of them. Um, okay, so the key points I have here, uh, I think there's a danger that Pep just overthinks it. you the way Pep, he'll go galaxy brain and he'll play a joke and up <laughs> oh, front. Like, it would be, be awful. But, <laughs> like, I think that could happen. Like, Pep's
0: a, a weirdo. Like, <laughs> Ederson will take the penalty for the first time. He'll miss, he'll get caught in the break. <laughs> Varner open goal, misses what, what, on the they, line. What, who? <laughs>
3: What if they both just completely overthink it? Like, Tuchel just puts fucking 10 defenders on the pitch. doesn't matter what age they are. Could be picking out the under-12s. You just have to play centre-half. And then Pep has, like, fucking all the boys playing up front. That
0: just has too many options. That's
1: gonna Yeah, be that helps 20. you
2: overthink it, doesn't it? Like, Tuchel's far more limited in what he can do, really.
1: Not that limited, like, Chelsea I know, but squad. they're
2: pretty mucked. like... The... They're,
1: they're, they'll are they're be underdogs, definitely, yeah. Yeah, but if like, Chelsea
3: what... win, though, they are lesser two but you just have to admit, like... Yeah, I I pray Tommy Abraham scores the winner just just to rub in on how bad a season Tibo Verner's No,
0: Verner is scoring the winner. It's no, written in the assist stars. In the he's, he keeps or,
2: getting assists. He's rubbish.
0: If Chelsea are to win, it, it's going to be an Oli G bullet header or a Verner goal. Verner, it's just written in the stars for him to score the winner in the Champions. No Havertz goal, no. The season. He's like, oh Havertz, he's just dirt.
3: I genuinely, I genuinely feel like this game has 1-0, someone scores a shit own goal written all over it, and I think it's going to be as bad as the United Villarreal match I really don't see this being an entertaining game, because if if City come out, guns blazing and all that at City, I just think Chelsea are just going to throw everyone behind the ball, and it's, they're not going to get through, and they might score one goal, but it's it's going to be awful
1: You say that, but like Chelsea have already beaten under Tuchel. They've beaten City twice, like the and they played well in both games. I think I didn't see the one in the Premier League actually. But no, they're way won, more on the line for this. Oh, but, uh, yeah, true. But
0: that be I mean, but the two teams will be really cautious.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, Chelsea will definitely be cautious, just as the underdogs. But I think Tuchel's really good in these these one-off games. To be fair, he's he's the anti-Solskjaer. You know, you want in those one-off games, and he's very good tactically.
0: And he lost okay. the Champions League final
3: last year. Yeah, but that was against Bayern. So
1: yeah, it was Neymar,
3: Neymar, like... Neymar Neymar's a myth. I'm not convinced Neymar's anywhere near as good as people think he is. What has he done since leaving Barça? What has Banked he done? Some more <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, apart laughs> from, <that, laughs> from that, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Get
0: fat bags on <laughs> rainbow flick farmers. He's too busy shifting his sister to be good at football. <laughs>
1: Is that not always in like February or March or something like that?
3: He should be done with that now. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Lockdown, he hasn't seen her in a while. He's, he's going he's gonna to be well up for it. going to act up like, uh-oh.
1: <laughs> we're ending the podcast season on a holly. This, this is good to see, boys. But yeah, obviously Chelsea are going to be a little bit more um, hopeful, I suppose, would maybe be the word, than, than Villarreal were last night, although it would still work for them, obviously. Um, and Chelsea, like... It's under, it goes on the radar a little bit How good Chelsea are Like They have a properly good squad And they have so many options And I I think that's interesting to see What way the line up tomorrow Especially up front Like, What do you think the front three will be? Because it, it seems to change every game uh,
0: Chelsea Havertz, Havertz yeah. Mount. Uh, Mount's not really I'd say Pulisic Havertz Werner
1: and like Havertz as the striker on Vernon left, is it?
0: Mm, Werner right, kind of on the left. Fuck yeah, I've picked three left wingers, haven't I? Pretty
2: big. <laughs> Havertz in <laughs> a 10 in behind, even though I know, I know he's not a 10, but I, I would put Pulisic out in the left. But who do you put out in the right then? This is the thing, you know? Uh, Cho, the Cho. The Cho. Yeah, yeah. Cho, <laughs> I forgot hell.
1: about Cho. Yeah, he's only like 200 grand a week as well. Cho. Yeah, you've got yeah, Cho. You've got Pulisic, ZH
0: yeah, oh, shit. He just the only thing he has in his locker is that class pass in the Champions League that did the rounds on Twitter. That's all he can do. Yeah, he's he's rubbish. Oh, he is a good celebration to be fair. Very good.
1: Yeah. Hey, sorry, he did he score he against City said... in the league. Did he? I
3: don't yeah. even remember. That was a good finish. Is it's, it's uh, who's the defense you think for this one? Yeah, that's Rudinger. Silver and Rudiger? Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, but you those go to back three and in the FA Cup final I thought it was bizarre because they had Reese James as the right side of centre back and Azpilicueta Quetta as the right wing back. It was bizarre and it was didn't awful, work at like, all. It didn't work at all. It has yeah, to be the other way around.
2: Sure, Tucha basically got Aspie's autograph when he first came into the Asply. He loves him. Yeah,
3: As Yeah,
0: he was calling him the wrong name. He was calling
3: him Asplay. Oh, sit chat to tell him. Did Mendy get subbed off actually against Villa? I was just thinking. I thought I saw Kepa on the pitch, and I Yeah, Mendy's I saw. Done. I
0: saw somewhere that he was injured. Ooh.
3: Yeah, actually, Mendy men- is rubbish. To be fair,
2: and Kepa. Oh, far better than Kepa. No, <laughs> Mendy's decent. Me, he's okay. He's, okay. No, he's he's a lump. Man. Ah, he's
0: all right. Sorry. He he suffered a rib injury
2: against Villa. Yeah, but he's not a top six goalie. Like,
3: is he out for the final?
2: No. If it is, it's just, it's just a win
1: for City, and this preview is uh, yeah, useless. <laughs> takes, love sh-
0: takes shots from everywhere. I'd love if it goes to penalties and Aguero. It's he's the last penalty taker for City. number five to to bring the game to this sudden death. He misses it. Oh, it'd be yeah, his tears would be
3: beautiful. Proper, proper John Terry moment, and a proper John Terry moment. of John Terry then shows up and lifts this trophy as well in his jeans. In his villa
1: tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I was watching the thing today. You know that was a Saturday social that they do on presumably Soccer AM, and it was with Tuchel, and it was like finishing off like the Google searches or like responding to the most asked questions on Google. And uh, yeah, Tuchel he seems like a, a decent lad. He seems he seems quite nice, quite funny. He was on about how he he he, he fancies the blonde one from
0: ABBA. I Thought that was very strange. <laughs> Yeah, Pep did something like that, and he was, that was awful. I imagine it was just awful. It was yeah, you like out. Your man Tubes is like, "Oh, I hear you're good at golf." No, then he said, "Oh, you play off whatever handicap. Like, That's not good. Good is professional." I'm like, "Oh, get a life, you bald yeah, fucker." Loser, right? He's not really he's... a loser, but he's oh, he's, he's
3: dead cool because he smokes cigars <laughs> and he dances to Leap as well. That's good. That's good though. That was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, their class. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Pep he's, he's a strange character, isn't he? Like it's very hard to warn from, I think. I quite
2: dislike him. I don't he, hate I, him. Or he's really not. weird. I, it's bad when I, but, I don't mind him.
3: I think he's all right. It's,
2: but he is he is a bit odd. It's bad though when the two big German managers in the league are far more likable than like Pep. Mm. It's just not a good indictment of his character, is it?
1: just guardiola i don't know he just seems so far removed from society that he's far too intelligent like like he doesn't and... have any
0: social medias or anything no like he talks he... about sex in the press
3: conference <laughs> <laughs> I, I... did he oh he did yeah. once yeah what, what, what <laughs> so if he's just like... not what if he's just not human like he's just he's he's nearly human like he's not an alien species but he's some Something he's else involved from somewhere else <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> wasn't it I, vibes I could be wrong but was it something It was to do with like Danny Alves Yeah and It was Danny Alves said Playing under Pep Guardiola Is better than having sex with my wife
1: Yeah <laughs> and, and Pep was just saying he's a bullshit
2: right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was A bizarre statement that's because Pep had sex with Danny Alves, his wife. <laughs> Pep had sex Podcast with Danny exclusive. Alves, I'll level you up there. <laughs> okay. And just so Bernardo
0: Maddo Silva as it. it's well. I, I hate Bernardo Silva, he's been crying rat as well. He's a
3: fucking rat.
2: Yeah,
0: Love the Portuguese novels.
3: are getting a bad old, uh, rap here off you. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be bad when Portugal win the year. We <laughs> do say they were good. hates the whole thing. Oh, but he's a bollock, so <laughs> That time Ronnie
0: when though. they were hmm? You love Ronnie, though Oh yeah, Ronnie, he's a baller and He's a pass on FIFA But yeah, when Bernard Silva, When they were in the Champions League last year And he was giving the speech I want to win on my birthday like, fuck off And then they got dicked by Leon And it was ah, it was so good yeah, That was brilliant, to be fair That was one
1: of the better lockdown matches We just saw it I don't believe it Like Sterling
0: missing them. Oh, the Mike, really the just... Micah Richards and Jamie Carragher in the studio, that clip. Yeah. Ma- Micah Richards is on the verge of climax and he's he's up out of the chair. He's going to bust out of his suit and then Sterling misses. Oh, poetry in motion.
3: Just, just yeah. on, just bringing it back to Chelsea for a second. Like you're saying, if Chelsea had bottled top four, like if Leicester had one on the last day and then they'd lost the Champions League final, it would mean such a great end to Chelsea's season. Because like it looks so positive. They were in an FA Cup final, they were going to get Champions League or the Champions League final. They just bought all of it. I would have loved to see that happen.
0: Well, this might be a silly question, but Lampard get a winner's medal if Chelsea win. I don't think so.
3: I kind of hope, hope he does. I kind of hope he does.
0: Because I know it's the thing when Liverpool were in the Champions League final, Coutinho would have got one in
2: 2018 if they won. But I don't know if that applies for managers. And people are saying about Brendan Rogers at the Europa League, the other club as well. Was that also... Type of league. he got set at of the round of uh, 844, mm-hmm. whatever it is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, oh, conference leagues next season, we get to look forward to that. They, yeah, they release- dedicate an entire show, entire season. Yeah. They, they released it. Yeah. I did just a bit tangent, but they, they've unveiled the trophy, and it's just it's the Europa it's, League, it's it the Europa League trophy, but like spiny. It. Yeah. yeah, it's a nice. People who are in the Europa Conference League will be doing lines off it. None of them are real footballers.
0: <laughs> we do not
3: promote Italy, Eurovision
1: style. Okay, if you're looking at the sort of key matchups that are, are going to decide the match on Saturday in Lisbon. And again, another side tangent. Kind of feel bad for Istanbul. They've just been robbed of the final two years in a row because of COVID. Presumably they have it for next year or something. But, but yeah, so it's going to be in Porto. Um, I think the most important one Will just be Riyad Mahrez against Whoever, doesn't matter if it's Chilwell Alonso, Rudiger In that you know centre-back position If Riyad Mahrez plays well, I think City are going to win If he doesn't, then they probably won't Because Mahrez, he's a very High ceiling but a very low floor Like He can be unreal or he can Stink the gaff out uh, So I think Riyad Mahrez is really the key To deciding this match If he shows up, City win in my opinion What's the most important for you? The most important matchup. Yeah, where is the match going to be decided?
0: Between Kante and De Bruyne. If Kante has a good grip of De Bruyne's ball sack, Chelsea are going to win. But if De Bruyne starts getting the tempo, getting the, the balls flowing, I think it's a different story. And City start milling Chelsea. But Kante, I think he's the the main man. Because if he has a, a, a pastinker, he's dust.
3: I Think between it's going to be between Pep and his hairline. Uh, if he gets a hair transplant, he's going to win. Ball managers are <laughs> <laughs> If the final
0: was in Turkey, he'd be able to get one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what if Pep just uh, showed up in a two-bit?
3: Man, does the man used to say walking? Everybody, everybody used to say Joaquin Low Warwick. Um, I'm convinced he still does. He sniffs his balls,
0: on the <laughs> balls.
3: Yeah, he's, he's another mental person as well. Everybody used to say that he wore a wig, that he was actually bald, because his hair is mad looking. Yeah, probably in the midfield. I don't know. I don't think Kante and De Bruyne's gonna be they're gonna be one on one with each other. Like it's gonna be a massive battle between the two of them. I think just the midfield in general. Yeah, uh, and then again. Probably Mahrez and whoever's playing, the, whatever side he's playing, and whatever full-back he's up against. I think they they can't they can't go what they did. But in the Chelsea can't do what they did in the FA Cup final and play uh, Reese James as a right side centre half and then Aspelukwa as a wing back because clearly it didn't work because Aspelukwa can play both positions, but I think he's better as a centre half, and Reese James isn't a centre half, but also. City probably starting with Jesus up front. I don't know if they'll play Aguero or Jesus, but either way, I don't think Ireland are going to be a massive threat. They're two bums these days anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I was
2: sort of in the greens there, uh, Michael. Uh, I think it'll just be a general midfield battle. Kovacic or Kante, whoever's stuck on De Bruyne, just needs to negate that uh Creativity, but I'm going to say it's going to be Werner and the goal. It's going to be the most important battle. <laughs> you know, it's the first time I'm, I'm admitting uh, this, but uh, he's going to get one big chance and he just needs to put away this game. It's it's just needs to happen. So that's what I think.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Like, re- realistically, Werner is going to get at least one opportunity. It's just, mm.
3: well, again, will he have the yeah. Tims on
1: or will he have the, the Nike boots? You know, we'll
3: see. I feel like Um, he's going to score, but he's going to score by accident. Like he's going to fall down, take a shot, and someone's going to hit the rebound off him and it's going to go in. He'll score, but it'll be offside
0: like every goal he scored this season. Be disallowed.
1: Yeah, if we're talking about uh, who we would want to win this match, you know, Gary Neville was asked, I think this is back in 2014 when City and Liverpool were going for the title. And it's like, you know, picking which one you'd like to win is like picking which fella you want your wife to have an affair with. Uh and it's a similar situation here, isn't it, for, for all of us as obviously United I... fans, myself and Liverpool fans and uh, and no one, James. Um maybe you're the best person to ask this from your neutral point of view. Um, who do you want to win between Chelsea and City? The Russian oligarch or the human rights abusers?
2: It's literally. Uh, it's not important really. If you're on the face of it, you can pick holes in either sets of owners and both owners, for example, were the most lukewarm and joined the Super League. They were just sort of tied long, didn't want to be left behind, which sort of both sets them above the rest, which is a bad thing to say immediately. So just going off that, like it really doesn't matter, but it would be nice to rob Pep of another Champions League, I think. And just basing on the managers, I think Tuchel would deserve it more. So I think Chelsea's the lesser for the two evils.
3: If you're lo- if you're using the analogy of like who you'd rather have an affair with your wife, I think Chelsea's squad is generally better looking. So I'm probably gonna say I'd rather them win. Make you feel a bit bad. And and team over and wouldn't yeah. be the finish either. So <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 what a way to go out, James. So, Belter.
0: Uh, yeah, who would I rather win? God. Yeah, I think. Like with the whole Aguero is like, I don't want to leave City until I win the Champions League. And this is his last match for City. And I just hope that his dream does not become a reality. Nolly G is the winning striker. He's got the World Cup. He's got the Champions League. He's the GOAT striker. He's the sexiest boy in all the land. Oh, Chelsea winning. I don't want to glorify a Chelsea win, but Nolly G win is different than the Chelsea win. Just because he's, he is the man in football.
3: He's the best. Molly G win is a win for the people.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree with you. Really. Especially as a United fan, obviously, with City. But I, I don't really care that much about City. I don't want to say like Andy Tate here, but, you know, there will always be little City. Little city. And But, you know, Chelsea have already, obviously, won a Champions League, so they may as well have two and just keep City on zero, because at least that meme will still be... Alive and well, it's going to end someday, really, but you know, that'll prolong it. I, just Chelsea is the general underdogs as well. Tuchel seems an awful lot more likeable than Guardiola does. Um, they've got Golo Canta, everyone loves him, Golo everyone loves Oli G. So, yeah, nah, definitely, definitely has to be Chelsea. But in terms of who you actually think will win, can, can we get some predictions? We'll start with
0: uh, Michael. Yeah, I think City. So. <sighs> I hate to say it, but I think City will win. I don't think it'll be a comfortable win. If they do, it'll be like penalties or a one 0 in extra time, but unfortunately, I think City will win.
3: I'm gonna say Chelsea because Chelsea have won all the games of the season, so stands to reason that they'll win again. Oh well not really, but I just want them to win and I hope they win.
2: I think Chelsea are gonna, gonna nick this one, I think, an extra time. I don't think we're going to see penalties, but I don't think it's going to be done in normal time. It'd be like a 1-1 and they'll just just nip something in an extra time. And I, I would like to see that because Tuchel is the, the real manager here. Pep's a nobody.
3: I don't think Chelsea fans could do another Champions League final going to penalties. That would be every European Cup final they've been in has gone to penalties.
1: And yeah, I'd have to I'd have to agree. I think Chelsea are going to get the job done. I think they're going to the underdogs. They'll be more up for it. The pressure is not on them really. And um, you know Tuchel with his you know individual bespoke game tactics, I think they'll do it. They've been very impressive against City in both of the games under Tuchel. They've obviously won both times as we said. Yeah, I've I have a sneaky feeling Chelsea will win it. I think Gardiola
3: might galaxy bring it. Play Kyle Walker and goal. You know all all the pressure is on because it's the first time he's made it to the Champions League final since he left Barcelona so and that was 2011 was the last time he won yeah. it yeah Yeah. so he hasn't he hasn't made it to a final in 10 years never mind won it and you know if he doesn't win it there's always going to be people who say and look he can't deny how good a job he's done with City and he is probably the best manager in England but if he doesn't win it all people are ever going to say is like, oh, he can only ever win with Messi. Oh, and when he was at City, well, he should have been winning league titles every year. He should have been winning FA Cups every year because the amount of money City spent. Um, So I think for him personally, if he doesn't win it, like he, he kind of has to, I think.
1: I think he's a bit of a complex, really. He's obviously won two Champions Leagues, but I think maybe sometimes people don't even really give him the credit for that because that Barca team was incredible. And obviously... Yeah. Ten years since, he's had a class Bayern team, a class City team, and And he hasn't even got to the final.
0: The first time he got to the final with Barca, it was through some very dubious refereeing decisions as well. So that has to be taken into consideration.
1: Yeah. So I think that just about finishes up uh, this episode and indeed the last episode of the season. Just to let you in on maybe our plans Going forward, uh, we're not going to have the complete summer without any content. We're probably going to be focusing on our YouTube, maybe doing transfer updates. That's something we've planned. Um, We may well be doing possibly just standard podcast in the Euros, maybe once a week, you know, at at different stages during Euro 2020 or 2021. And uh, also, we might just have random episodes here and there before the season starts, Maybe we could sort out some interviews. That's something I was trying to do today, brainstorm some potential guests. So, um, yeah, just keep an eye on our on our channels. We'll be continuing to upload stuff, probably more focused on YouTube, to be honest, because it's been more focused on the podcast this season, uh, but definitely we'll be doing one or two podcasts. We'll definitely do some stuff for the Euros on transfers, etc. And I, I think that just about wraps it up. So, I mean, James, you know, you're going to be a big loss. But again, as I said, it's a decision we had to make. Uh, you just weren't good enough, unfortunately. Um, any any closing thoughts on the season in, in general, boys, doing the podcast, you know?
0: I was good, yeah. We kind of took it up. We were around in James's one evening and having a few drinks. And we were like, Ash, we started a podcast. And I found it quite a successful first season. We hit 100 subscribers on YouTube. We ran a successful competition. So, yeah, very, very happy with how the season went. Our first season yeah,
3: look, as well we don't, we don't pretend to be experts on football um i think that's quite clear uh we just kind of want to come on and talk about football i suppose in a more formal manner or something it's been long, fun and it's just yeah
2: yeah as long as we get a few laughs along the way rowan
3: like that's the the main
2: thing but yeah look the whole thing is uh not take the analysis too seriously and just have a have a bit of a laugh with it because yeah like we've, we've reached the targets this season and. Fair play, these so I have full confidence you will uh, take it to new heights because um, it's got it's been good so far, I have to say.
1: Yeah, I you know we've got a really good reception. I think we're, we've done better than probably we expected, to be fair. And just a little side note here I was on, I was looking at our sort of listening figures, our demographics, our geographics, I suppose. Uh, we have a really large amount of listeners, a proportion of our listeners are from America. And then 20% of them are from the state of Virginia. Uh so yeah, thanks to the state of Virginia, maybe they can we sponsor us. Yeah. Absolutely. If you're if you're listening to Virginia from this, you know, let us know, tweet us, leave a comment or anything, whatever you can do. So yeah, that just about wraps up the standard season, you know, the 2021 Premier League season. And uh yeah, as I said, we'll be back next season for more podcasts, minus James, unfortunately. But again, we'll be doing lots of stuff throughout the summer on our YouTube and in the typical podcast format. Uh, But we'll just be doing it on the Euros and transfers and stuff like that. So thanks very much for listening this season. And uh, yeah, we'll see you soon.
3: It's been a long day Without you, my friend And I'll tell you all about it when i see you again sports social podcast network